morning. Welcome to Bethany Lutheran from Warren, Oregon. Today is Holy Trinity Sunday, and the gospel for today is John chapter 8, verses 48 through 59, which read, The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor him. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever keeps my word will never see death. The Jews answered him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say, whoever keeps my word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? The prophets also died. Who do you claim to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me. He of whom you say he is our God, though you do not know him. But I know him. If I would say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we're starting a summer series that's built around the beautiful and meaningful stained glass windows throughout the main floor of our church building. The symbols used to decorate the windows remind us about the foundation of our faith. Jesus used picture words to describe himself and God the Father, much like we use props for children's sermons. When the majority of the population could not read, the images would ingrain the message of salvation in their minds and hearts. So let us explore the messages given to us through the images displayed on our windows. Today is Holy Trinity Sunday, a time to remember that we worship an all-encompassing God, God who provides for all our needs. And the window to my right describes for us the triune God. It's made up of three panels. The right panel tells us about God the Father. The main symbol is the hand of God. From the book of Genesis, we know that God created mankind and all that exists. We also know that fairly soon after God created man and woman, they decided they could be their own God. They ate from the only tree that was off limits to them by a command from God. And this act separated all people from their creator forever. However, God so loved his children that he would not give up on them. 
He desires a relationship with us, but sin caused a separation. A perfect God cannot be in the presence of evil. So as soon as sin existed in his perfect world, God created a way to be reunited with his loved ones. And so we see the hand of God reaching down from heaven, coming out of the clouds and reaching down to us. But God offered more than a hand. He fully came to us in the body of Jesus of Nazareth so that we would know the full extent of his love for us. John 6, 38 through 40, Jesus said, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. This is indeed the will of my Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him may have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. On either side of the hand, we see the Greek letters Alpha and Omega. These are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. They remind us of Revelation 1 verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, said the Lord God, the one who is, who was, and who is coming, the Almighty. And Revelation chapter 21, verses 5 through 6a. Then the one seated on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. He also said, Write, because these words are faithful and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And in Revelation 22, verses 12 and 13, Look, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to repay each person according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The center panel represents God the Son, who we know as Jesus the Savior. Here we see a calm, obedient lamb. Above the lamb, we see the cross to remind us of Jesus' sacrifice for us. This picture is explained in John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. To understand why John called Jesus the Lamb of God, we need to go back to the 22nd chapter of Genesis. This is the story of Abraham being asked by God to sacrifice his son Isaac. The two of them go to the spot designated by God for the sacrifice. Verses 7 and 8 say, Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. Now, as we know, at the last minute before Abraham would be sacrificing Isaac to God, a voice from heaven pointed out a ram caught in a nearby thicket that was to be used for the sacrifice in place of his son. Do you catch that? A lamb whose blood would be shed 
in place of a person. Next, we look at the beginning of the 12th chapter of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt to tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the 10th of this month, they are to take a lamb for each family. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a year old male. You shall keep it until the 14th day of this month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lentil of the houses in which they eat it. This is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. This is the Passover of the Lord. I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, from human to animal. And on all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague shall destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be a day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. And by the way, Orthodox Jews still celebrate that Passover remembrance annually. The blood of the spotless lamb was used to save God's chosen people from death. In 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7, Paul reminds the believers in Corinth that Jesus Christ is our Passover. His blood, his life, was substituted for ours to redeem us from the fatal penalty of sin. Then we turn to Revelation 5, verses 6 through 10. Then I saw between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders a lamb, standing as if it had been slaughtered, with seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of the one who was seated on the throne. When he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. They sing a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to break its seals, for you were slaughtered, and by your blood you ransomed for God saints from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them a kingdom and priests serving our God, and they will reign on earth. In Revelation chapter 17, we read that there are gods, excuse me, there are kings who will join the evil one. Verse 14, these will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will conquer them because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. In our window panel, we see the lamb resting on a book. Yes, the book is the Bible, the word of God. But in John chapter 1 verses 1 and 2, we read, 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And in verse 14, the Word became flesh and took up residence among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the Word of God. Ephesians 6 verse 17 tells us that out of the armor of God, the sword of the Spirit is God's Word. We can fight and win any spiritual argument with the Word of God. Now the left panel in our window represents God the Spirit. We see a descending dove as described in the third chapter of Matthew, in Mark chapter 1, Luke chapter 3, and John chapter 1. In Mark chapter 1, verses 8 through 11, we read, I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. Now on the top right, we have a star. For that, we turn to Revelation chapter 22, verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. In the top center, we see a star of David, a Jewish symbol. The term Magan David was used as early as the 11th century as a name for the God of Israel where God is compared to a shield in the divine protection of King David. In Psalm 3, 5, 7, 18, 28, 33, 84, 91, 115, and 144, David wrote about God as his shield. The top left symbol is a sun. In Revelation 21, verse 23, we read, The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, because God's glory illuminates it, and its lamp is the Lamb. Psalm 84, verse 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. So from these three panels, we have an understanding of the triune God. Father, Creator, Son, Redeemer, Holy Spirit, God's gift through baptism. Amen.